behind the chair. This is America. Does everybody know what time it is? Fix It Radio. All right. Good morning. You're listening to Fix It Radio with uh, Dennis Brewster and Larry Younger. Morning, Dennis. Morning. How you doing? I'm doing great. Yourself? Good. All right, so we got a couple different things for you today. Um, if you're listening, please give us a call, 303-477-5600. If you have any questions, you can do the text line, 307-200-8222. We answer that all day long. So, um, And then you can also go to the website. If you go to the website, there's a click there. You can answer any question. If you have a question, you can click there, and we can send us a question, and we can get to it. And then there's also... The previous podcasts, and or you can listen live. I know it works pretty good because I've used that out where I'm at. I have to, so <laughs> it's way out east. And then all the sponsors are on there too, so you can take a look at them and you can use them. Um, we'd appreciate it if you do, and let them know that you heard them on the radio. So on Fix It Radio, you'd be surprised at how many people listen out of state on that podcast. Right, it's incredible. It's very clear. Yeah, it's really amazing. Technology has gone a long way. So one of the things I wanted to talk about today was um, watering. I know that we've been getting a little bit of snow and stuff. Um, it's just been little dustings here and there, and there's not a lot of water in the snow. So you still probably need to water, um, but you got to kind of wait till it warms up a little bit because it's going to get cold this <laughs> yes, next week. Yes, it is. Yes. It was interesting. I, I was reading yesterday that we're finally slowly getting snowpack in Colorado. Right. So that's a good that's a good sign. Well, you're, you you used to go to Lake Powell a lot. Yep. And I did too. I was just checking the website the other day just for fun, and it's down to thirty five, thirty five or something like that. Oh my gosh. Yeah, that's like a hundred and seventy feet low. Yeah. Yeah. And that's that, that's incredible. Or more. Yeah, yeah, because it's full is thirty seven hundred, and yeah. it's down to thirty five, thirty five. That's incredible. That's a lot of water that needs to be filled back up. I've been going to Lake Powell since 76, and I've never, ever seen it that low. Yeah. It's, it's incredible. I went in 83, and that's when it was full, uh -huh. completely full. Yeah. Yeah, <coughs> the, the fullest it's ever been. Yeah. And now, yeah. <laughs> I'm kind of glad I don't go now. <laughs> yeah. But it'd be kind of cool to see. Well, anyway, let me get into this. Um, Pam, she gave me a whole bunch of things for about what to do for your trees and your, your garden stuff and everything around your house. Um, she was talking about, we were talking about watering because she's been going out and watering. And I'm like, what are you doing? Why are you watering now? You know, it's going to snow soon. And she goes, yeah, but when? So you don't want to wait too long and stuff. So she gave me some good stuff. And if you have any questions, you can give me a call and we can try to help answer those. But one thing she says, first off, is that mulch helps to keep the soil moist. So it's good if you put mulch around your trees, around yes. your bushes, and, and the flowers and stuff like that. But there's a difference between mulch and dead leaves. Yes. Because yeah. de dead leaves will kill the grass and everything else, but mulch won't. Yes, because it has a little bit of air in there to yeah. get in there yep. and to break everything down. So for winter watering, she says it's best when you um, water when the temps are above 40 degrees and unfrozen soil, so the f soil shouldn't be frozen. 
and then um, it's best it's most critical to water in dry mulch dry March and April when the roots need you know they're just starting to form right and you need to get the water down to them so she says it's need to water when the soil's dry and no snow on the ground and um, and then as you're doing that she says it's good to water during the day so the the water has a chance to soak on in right not too late in the evening because then it'll freeze and then it won't be soaking down in there not only that but it creates um, moss if you will oh yeah yeah and that 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 doesn't help the your grass grow either, so. No, not at all. Yeah. She says um, she does it twice a month, and she less than, uh, she starts in the newest plants with the, 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 the youngest plants with the newest trees and stuff. And, uh, yeah, there we go. All right. And then she says, um, then, you know, then you work your way to the more established plants. You know, start with the youngest ones and the ones that are going to, the younger ones and stuff, because it's a little bit harder for them. They have, and the bigger ones that have been established for a while, they have longer roots and, and stuff. And and the one thing I, I learned from her is you don't water right at the base of the tree, you water around it. Right. Because the roots go out from the tree. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I never, it makes total sense, but sometimes, you know, we don't think of things like that. Um. And then the, she says again, water in midday, so it'll have time to soak in before night starts freezing. And uh, she says, uh, ten gallon per one inch of tree diameter. That's a lot of water. That's a lot of water. But you know, her brother works at a nursery, and he's pretty good about this stuff too, because he he runs the nursery and stuff. And he says the one thing that people need to realize is water, 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 water. Yes. <laughs> Plants don't grow without it. Yeah. <laughs> And, you know, like he comes over to our house and she's like, I'm having a problem with this thing here. And he goes, water, 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 water. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that's that's good. You know, you, we do need a lot of water here in Colorado. It's it's kind of hard. You, you know, you go east and you'll see a lot of trees. They get a lot of water. Yeah. They get a lot of moisture and humidity and everything else. So that does help. Um, one thing she talked about is in February, too, uh, before the buds break out, Early March is a, a pruning time can be done. Late winter is the best time for most uh, trees and, spe- and uh, uh, bushes and stuff for pruning. So you can can be done in the winter before the trees when the trees are dormant. So it's a good time to be trimming them. So you do that with the same thing with your with your bushes and things yeah. of that nature. Yeah. yeah. Uh, reasons for pruning are to remove the dead branches and improve the tree form. Uh, prune outside the branch collar. Um, I know when she does it, you, yeah, you can see where the collar is, and you want to just go on just on the outside of that and and cut it. And you want to make sure your pruners are sharp, your saws are sharp. Yes. Because if you're not, you're tearing it, and that's not good to do either. It'll it'll ruin the tree. Um, let's see, dead or weak, diseased branches can be removed any time of the year. And do not put tar or on the cut area because it will heal without it. Yeah, because some someone, interesting. Yeah, yeah. Someone told us we needed to put a tar on there. Right. Yeah, that never worked. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's not good for the tree. Uh, and then she gets yeah down here. It says use sharpened prunes and a in pr- a saw. Yeah. Do not remove more than a quarter of the tree without a reason. Yeah, because if you cut too much, it's really hard on the trees. It won't come back sometimes. Yeah, and then, it, and then the tree dies. And now you got to 
dead tree. <laughs> right. Yeah, you do. And pruning, um, let's see, what is she saying? Wound closure will be, oh, when it's when a wound happens, the closure will come, it'll occur um, in a couple of months. So uh, just prior to the time new growth emerges. So that's why you want to prune and then the new growth starts coming out and stuff like right. that. Um, now, I always thought that you were, if you're, especially on roses, if you're going to prune a rose, you want to do it above the bud and right. not behind, or, you know, not too far down. Because it won't, it won't bloom back out. Yeah. Have you experienced that? Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. That's why I I wouldn't know. <laughs> you know That's why you, I have Pam. <laughs> no. you, you do these things and then all of a sudden you learn, oops. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Because uh, there's a lot of things that I've learned that we shouldn't be doing and. You know, like she asked me, she goes, you know, I said, hey, this tree had some problems. I'm going to go over there and cut it up because the branches are dead and da, da, da. And she goes, well, just cut the dead branches. Well, then I pruned a little bit more of it. She comes around the corner. She's like, oh, my gosh, Dennis, what did you do? Yeah. That tree didn't survive, by the way. <laughs> I did that. Uh, the first house I was at, I already said I was going to go out and trim the tree branches. And I trimmed a lot of tree branches. Did you? And fortunately, the tree lived, but it was it took two years to come out of it. Really? Yeah. So you got to be careful. Yes. And I, I can see why during the, during the spring, uh, spring or early winter, late winter rather, you would do it. Because then the tree's just coming out. It's just starting to do all its growth. You, know, you give it a good watering, and then you can prune. I think it would do a lot better. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's good to know. I didn't. You know, you don't think about that. It's it's common sense, though, you know. Well, there's so many help. things that you don't know about when you're, when you're taking care of bushes and trees and, and things of that nature. That With the Internet today, you yeah. can learn an awful lot. Yeah. But then you, with the Internet today, you can get misled yes, an you awful can. lot. Yes, you can. So, <laughs> so you got to be careful with that, too. But I know. tell my grandkids is just because you heard it on the Internet, verify that it's, you know, the facts – of that information right before you act on it right because it's not always true right yeah so you got to be careful with that and and i do know like watching her i mean sometimes when she says you know cut past the collar and all this i have to watch her do it because and that's why i like going to like a youtube and seeing how they do something you know to make sure it's i'm doing it the right way but then i look at a couple different ones I don't just take one and go with it. No. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. So you go to a few different things and then you look and see how they're doing and, and say, okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, I mean, th this is something good to do like right after this. Well, it's going to be cold this next week. You probably don't want to be out there too much, but the week after might warm up and then it'll be a good time to start hitting them. Yeah. You know, and start pruning and stuff like that. I know that's what she's talking about. Is your trailer empty? Because I'm going to start pruning these. <laughs> then we put all the branches in the trailer, and then we take them to a shredder. Yeah. Well, on the other side of the coin is you want to start getting your grass ready for summer. Yeah. So right now. it wouldn't be unreasonable to start fertilizing. Yes. Yeah, and, and you know, another thing we do is we shovel. We're out in the country. We don't need to shovel right? Mm -hmm. But we still shovel our walks and everything, and we throw it on the lawn. Yes. Yeah. That not, way not out in the street, not <clears throat> the driveway. Right. Yeah. Not on the dirt, you yeah. know, uh, driveway that we have, but we, I blow it off into the, over by the trees, so. And speaking of that, I was reading an article to this past week, 
and it was describing different city ordinances as to when you have to shovel or when you should supposed to be shoveling snow. Yeah. Almost every city I read was 24 hours after a snowstorm. Right. So if you don't do it, and I know people, I've, I've got neighbors that don't shovel their walks, and they never seem to have a problem. But the reason being, I think, is because the cities don't have the funds to pay for a uh, individual to a go code enforcer. Yes. So they don't do that. Yeah. But you can get fined, and I think it's $125 is what I basically read for most cities. Yeah. If you don't shovel your walks. And I know in some cities, Thornton, where I live, if you don't shovel your walks and they get upset with you, they will have somebody come out and shovel your walks and add it and, to your bill. Oh, really? Yeah, add it to your, your uh, uh, electric, electric bill or water bill or whatever you have. Wow. That's... So, that's. But I also know uh, that this is especially the city of Thornton because I live there. I know a lot about it. Uh, they have programs for the elderly people that they can call in and get get assistance to have their help you know help shovel their walks and that's in that's in Thornton Thornton and I'm oh. going to have to believe it's probably in almost every city hmm it would that's interesting yeah it's a good thing know to that. know I learn something every day yeah with that um, hopefully you're listening to Fix It Radio and you can hear this broadcast and if you do please give us a call let us know if you have any questions or comments 303-477-5600 we're going to take a quick break we'll be right back rates are low but are you still paying too much interest why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs take aim affordable interest mortgage 720-895-0500 The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, affordable interest mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. Did you know that all insurance companies and their agents are not equal? They aren't equal in service, how they handle claims, or how they protect you, the customer, in the case of an accident, especially one that is not your fault. You want the best insurance company and agent to represent you that money can buy. And I have found Paul Lewinberger at American National Insurance, an A-plus rated insurance company. Paul will go the extra mile for you and help you find the right coverage that meets your needs. He can handle your home, auto, RV, boat, ATV, RTV, motorcycle, second home, or your life insurance. Paul will truly look out for your best interest and make sure you have the coverage you need. Don't buy insurance from people you don't know and have never met. Buy from a locally trusted agent that I've known for 10 plus years. Paul Lewinberger, American National Insurance, 303-662-0789 or find him at drive-radio.com or at fixitradio.com. As the cold comes in, don't let the heat go out. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air for all of your HVAC, electrical, and boiler needs. 
absolute electrical heating and air. They specialize in HVAC, boilers, and all your electrical needs. This is not the time of year to mess with heating issues. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, focused on doing the job right at an affordable price. They are a top-rated home services company with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. For a limited time, KLZ listeners who purchase a high-efficiency American Standard Furnace will receive a free air purification system. Terms and conditions apply. Call now for an estimate on your new furnace, 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. All right, you're back, and you're listening to Fix-It Radio on KLZ 560 uh, with Larry and Dennis. John's off this week, and one of the things we were talking about is watering trees and pruning and stuff. And another thing that happens with trees is if you go out there, you'll see a sunskull. Do you, you know, have you ever seen sunskull? It's where the south side of the tree, um, it, the cells heat up, and then it just splits the tree bark around it. And so what you need to do is wrap your tree to protect that from happening. And so we have a little, we have that happening at our place uh, on certain trees. And so we, she wraps, Pam goes out there and wraps them. And she says, it's always a good time to wrap them before Halloween, right around Halloween and November 1st, right around in there. What does she use to wrap them with? Um, she uses actually cardboard. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. we use cardboard and then she uses, and she just tapes it up around them. Yeah, and so, like, the corner of a box uh-huh. works really good because, yeah. Interesting. Yeah. And she used to buy the wrap, but then it gets hard to find the wrap. And there, there is a wrapping you can get. It, it's a tree wrapping you can get. It's almost like a cardboard base, too. And you just wrap it around it. But um, she found out that the cardboard works the best and holds up the best. Never tried that. Yeah. I'll, I'll have to look. Yeah. yeah. And then um, she says it prevents the sun skull and the first cracks due to Drastic winter temperatures fluctuates the wrap of the trees, and that's why it's good to wrap them, especially um, trees with, uh, I don't know, I don't know, I'm trying to read her writing and stuff. But anyway, it's it's always good to do because the trees, the fruit trees especially, honey locusts, maples, lindens, are more susceptible to it than the other ones are. Than like a pine tree, so interesting. Yeah, I do know that she she does our um, fruit trees, and they really get it bad. Yeah, so they, yeah. an apple tree gets it really bad and stuff like that. So, so those are some of the tips we've given you today for for watering, pruning, and uh, taking care of your trees and things. So, if you have any questions about that, give us a call three zero three four seven seven fifty six hundred. Or if you have ideas what you do, we'd love to hear them. And then, like Larry was saying, mulch is really good to put around them. And, and I know that we do that because, like what we do in, in Castle Rock, if you're in Douglas County, you can take your tree branches to uh, – they have a mulch site there that the, that the county has. And yep. they, you drop them off there, they mulch it, and then they give you mulch right there. You can take your trailer and refill it and come back home with really? it. Really? Yeah. <laughs> and because we have the business in Parker, that's where I do a lot of that stuff. I take the trees from my Parker – uh, business when I trim trim trees over there and I take them over there and shred them. Well, I know the city of Thornton has days when you can take trim, uh, limbs 
in and they'll you know they'll, they'll take care of them for you yeah. i don't know i didn't know if they will ultimately give it back to you though i'll have yeah. to check that in. check yeah, out that because because yeah they have big piles there and the nicest thing about that mulch is it's just a mixture of trees yeah and stuff and it's a thick mulch you right. know it's really it's not really fine I think if you get too fine, I think it smothers and, and creates yeah. problems, like what you're talking about with the leaves. Yeah. And that's what you don't want. You want to make sure that the mulch is able to hold moisture. Right. And then as it disintegrates, if you will. Breaks down. Breaks down and yeah. goes into the soil, and it's a good fertilizer. Yeah, and then there's a lot of microorganisms that get in there and eat that stuff and yeah. break it down and stuff, and that's what you really want. And that's why they're saying nowadays the, not to plow. Uh, farmers' fields. They're trying not to do that as much mm. because it ki- tells, kills the microorganisms that help the ground break up. Interesting stuff. Yeah, if you think about it, I mean, it's uh, I, we we have a rotor tiller, and I don't think I fired that thing up for about six or seven years, <laughs> cause unless we're doing a brand new garden, uh-huh. and I have to tear it up to put you know get rid of the grass or whatever. Oh, I remember we used to do that all the time. I know. You know, rotor tiller your garden up, get it all. We quit doing it, and because we quit doing it, we're getting yields, bigger yields in our garden. Really? Yeah. Well, I haven't grown a garden in many years, but uh, I know when we used to do it, wasn't really satisfied with the yields. They were yeah. small. Yeah. So try it. If you try it now without doing too much rotor tilling, yeah, you'd might be surprised. Be yeah. yeah. And and did you know that gardening's coming back a lot? They said. Yes. A lot of people are going back into doing gardening. And Pam gets a lot of questions about it in our neighborhood. Everybody's asking her questions about what to do and how to do it. And then they see our garden. They say, can we see your garden? How do you get it to grow like this? And, you know. Well, I know there's, a, there's several houses in my neighborhood that are growing gardens. Yeah. And they're doing it for just the food. Yes. You know, you get tomatoes and corn and yep. different things. And yeah. When you, when you go to the grocery store and you realize the cost of buying groceries. Right. Not bad to do it yourself. Yeah, we, we uh, canned tomatoes this last year. I think we canned over 25, 30 jars of tomatoes. Yeah, and yeah. she's still getting carrots out of the garden. Mm-hmm. She leaves them in there until the ground gets frozen. If the ground gets frozen, you can't get them out. But she waits till it thaws down. But we've already pulled enough that we have carrots and they're big. They're huge. Yeah. Yeah. And I was really surprised. And then also potatoes we've gotten out. and Yeah. And we've gotten most of all the onions out of there and stuff. She goes out and picks all that kind of stuff before it freezes. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, it's good stuff. And and it tastes so much better, too. I mean, you, oh, yeah. you know, because, yeah. like, sometimes what they do with tomatoes, they'll pick the tomato when it's still green. And then they start shipping it. And then during its shipping, it turns to the red. Hopefully. Yeah. 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 <laughs> And so we get them when they're red and they're juicy and they taste like a tomato and they got a lot of flavor. So I was in the grocery store last week and I saw that very same thing where there was a lot of tomatoes that they had on shelves that were still green. Yeah, because they're still are, ripening. Yeah, they're not good to cook. <clears throat> no. Yeah, and you don't want it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I mean, it's good. I mean, it's it's fun to teach the kids this. This is something to teach. Yep. Kids, um, how to grow things. I know we did it with our grandson and he loves to watch it and. And and see things grow and stuff. And he used to go out there and plant stuff with Pam. And then she would show him what what came back up, you know. But you can also plant, you know, out in this area. Believe it or not, blueberries do pretty well. Hmm. Um, raspberries we have. I mean, you, we have cherry trees, apple trees, you know. So uh, plum trees. Yeah. There's yep. lots of stuff you can plant that are. It's you could be eating 
year round. <laughs> yes, you could. <laughs> yeah. Well, we are trying some stuff inside. We're trying a lemon tree inside to see how that does. Because we got a tall enough ceiling it could work. And we our house faces solar, uh, passive solar. We get a lot of sun coming in, so it faces south. A lot of windows open on the south side. Take advantage of the heat. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. So we'll see how things go with that. Um, another thing we want to talk about, I, I wanted to talk about, was some tips for designing your home. Uh, the new, they have, um, they talk about new trends coming up. And one of them is about offices in the house. Yes. Um, people are making small um, offices in their house because they're working from home more and more. And, uh, you know, so I was going to give some tips on that and what to do. So we can do that in a little bit here. And then if there's anything else that people like, please give us a call, 303-477-5600. We'd love to talk to you about it, give us some ideas. Um, another thing, too, right now would be a good time if, if you're thinking about gardening or you're watering stuff, is to sit down and map out what you want to do this spring. Yes. You know, to sit down and say, okay, I need water lines to this stuff. I don't want to have to go out there and water this all the time. I want to put a timer on it. I want to put, you know... Figure it all out because that's what we're doing. Like in the next couple of days, Pam and I will sit down and figure all that out. What what, what she's going to do with the garden, even though we've had the gardens, you know, we have raised beds. What does she want to put them in those? You know, and and the raised beds work really nice because you don't get as many weeds in there. You're only fighting what's in that box. Sure. You're not fighting everything sure. around it, which makes it really nice. And then you can just work the soil inside the box and not around everything. You know. Well, when you're talking about watering, whether it be plants, or grass, or whatever. You know, back in the day, we used to have to dig in the ground and, and put uh, sprinkler systems in. Yeah. You don't have to dig in the ground today. you got no. PCV systems that you can put up. and, and Yeah. Yeah, they don't have to be inside, under buried under the dirt, you mean. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you can just lay them on top and, and everything else. And that, that's the other thing, because, see, like, we get wind out east a lot. You know, uh-huh. it's always windy. You know, and, and so what we do is we try to water from soaking the ground through soakers and stuff right instead of you know having the water spray out we try to make it just go inside you know about down by the roots and keep it low sure. so because when you when the wind blows it just blows it <laughs> yeah. away yeah so you got to be careful with that so you got to think about those kind of things where where do you live you know what what works best for your area yeah you know so uh drip systems work really good where we are and uh-huh. stuff like that so um but inside the the greenhouse we have, we can just put I can put a line on top, like you say, and just leave it out and just have it spray down, and it sure. works out good. Absolutely. But then, yeah. And you can put timers on those, so you don't yes. have to. Yeah, and if you don't want to do electric to it, you can do a battery operated ones. Yep. They work pretty well. We have them. I have three that are battery operated zones, and it works really well. Sure, absolutely. Yeah. I just um, during this when uh, winter hits, I take the batteries out. Yes. The timers. Yes. So they're not sitting there still working. Yeah. Well, cold weather and batteries don't go together. No. And no. I don't care whether it's an electric weed whacker. Anything. Lawn, leaf blower. Take the batteries out and put it in the house. Yeah. Keep, keep, keep them warm. Them warm. Yep. Yeah. Don't, don't let them freeze. Yep. All right. With that, we're going to take a quick break. You're listening to Fix It Radio on KLZ 560. Your teenager is your biggest financial risk. You buy reliable auto insurance in part to protect yourself from financial loss in case you get in a wreck with large repair expenses for your own vehicle. But you also buy reliable auto insurance to protect yourself from lawsuits. Now, you might not think you make enough money to be at risk of getting sued. 
but you do have a teenager who drives your car. Let's pose a little scenario that we heard from a real KLZ listener. Your granddaughter is driving your car and gets in a major wreck. You do have auto insurance, but it's not enough coverage. You only have the state minimums. So the other person's insurance company comes after you personally for everything they can get. For years afterward, part of your paycheck goes towards paying someone else's bills. With the right coverage, this could have been avoided. Get the auto coverage you need from Paul Lewinberger of American National Insurance. Call 303-662-0789. 303-662-0789. Rates are low, but are you still paying too much interest? Why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by DOOR, equal credit lender. Your roof is one of the most important parts of your home and yet is one of the most neglected. We all tend to think it'll last forever without any maintenance or repairs until a hail or windstorm comes around and does damage to your roof. The problem with that mentality is it's wrong. Do you know that RoofMax is a product that can rejuvenate your roof and give you up to five to seven years of additional life? Do you know that the application can be done more than once so that the life of your roof can be extended for up to 15 years? The reason shingles break with wind and hail is because they're dried out and brittle. RoofMax is an organic product that rejuvenates your asphalt shingles, making them more flexible and durable at the same time. Call Dave Hart today and get your roof inspected. It's a no-obligation inspection that will tell you what condition your roof is in and what can be done to extend the life of your roof, which, in the end, saves you money. Call Dave Hart at 303-710-6916 or visit our website, fixitradio.com or drive-radio.com. As the cold comes in, don't let the heat go out. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air for all of your HVAC, electrical, and boiler needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. They specialize in HVAC, boilers, and all your electrical needs. This is not the time of year to mess with heating issues. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, focused on doing the job right at an affordable price. They are a top-rated home services company with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. For a limited time, KLZ listeners who purchase a high-efficiency American Standard Furnace will receive a free air purification system. Terms and conditions apply. Call now for an estimate on your new furnace, 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Fix It Radio on KLZ 560 with Larry and Dennis. And we're talking about trees watering and pruning and wrapping them and stuff like that to try to take care of your trees. 
Uh, one thing that I wanted to mention was uh, it's a good time right now. If you know you have some tree branches that are not best, uh, not in the best of shape and you know that they're not going to last much longer, it's a good idea to get out there and trim them before the the spring snows hit because they will bust that tree up. Yes, they will. They will break it, and then it, when it tears the the bark on the outside, when the tree branch comes down, it'll tear it a little bit. That's damaging to the tree. So um, you you want to get out there and just cut those off if you can. And I know there's a little bit of snow on the ground and grass and stuff, and it's a good time to be out there because it's all nice and clean and fresh. The air has been cleaned by the snow, it seemed like. <laughs> you know, it smells so clean out right yeah. now, you yeah. know. Uh, before we get our brown cloud back and and start smelling stuff again, <laughs> you know it's well. It's not that cold, so now's yeah. a good time to get out there and do whatever kind of pruning you have to do. Next three days are going to be good. Yeah. Today, tomorrow, and right and uh, Monday, yeah, and then we're going to get some snow Tuesday and th- Wednesday, I think, and it's going to get pretty cold. So it's a good time to get out there and do it, or you can wait till after that and stuff. Um, but anyway, and for those football fans, yeah, Sunday's a dead day, so. Because they're going to be watching football all day, so don't worry about it. But you know, today and yeah. Monday, yeah, you got yeah. plenty of time to do it. Yeah, plenty of time. All right. So one of the other things we were talking about, I was going to talk about is, um, and, you know, a big thing right now is people are working from home more. Oh, yes. So there's some office ideas. So, um, you know, some of the things that they do now is, is you know, like my daughter, she works from home and, um, um, well, just part-time from home and then she has to go into the office a couple of days during the week but it, it's a good time to take one of the bedrooms and turn it into an office and and then you can um if you designate that i believe you can write it off in your taxes a certain portion i do believe so yes yeah um, because we used to do it when i had the business because um we did do it we and we still have it you know so it's it's a good idea and plus you know it, it, you want to make it to where it's nice and quiet place and and like Jenny does, what she does is she shuts the door, and she doesn't come. She she's on work mode. Yep. Yeah. And, and don't bother. Don't knock on the door. You well, know, the she, quieter it can be, the better. The better. Yep. You'll get more yeah. work done. Yeah. So um, I pulled up some stuff, and and, and um, you got to consider traffic flow, and you got to be able to withstand distractions. That's why you want to shut the door and stay, uh, keep away from things. Uh, best to do. Um, you know, that you're not in the thick of activity. Right. In other words, where everybody's walking by or, or playing TV and stuff, and you hear that or music or whatever. So you want to be tucked away in a quiet spot, you know. Uh, in it, my, my neighborhood, it's kind of tough because, like I told you before, I live on a corner. Yeah. Well, the house directly to my south, to the southeast, excuse me, southwest of that house, and the house directly west of me all have dogs. Oh, And those yeah. dogs bark all day long so that'd be a distraction so yes. you gotta so you gotta plan where you're gonna put your office away from all that that's a good point that you noise. know i'm thinking inside you're thinking outside that's right. a good idea uh finding a place out that's not gonna hear those dogs or right. hear the traffic going by or, exactly or hearing a truck backing up beep beep yep. beep you know trash truck or something like that that's and good you're still gonna have those distractions anyway but yeah. if you can minimize the noise as much as you can yeah. yes um, another thing is is uh, don't sacrifice form from function. Um, your desk and shelves should um, serve you, not you right. the other way around. Exactly. It's got to be comfortable for you, and, and the workflow has to work really good for you, fingertips, at your fingertips. And investing in furniture 
that are don't look for them as much as beautiful, but as functional. Right. You know. It's kind of a conversation we had last week. We were talking about remodeling bathrooms. Yes. It's the same thing for your office. When you remodel it, you want to make sure that what you remodel is comfortable to you. Right. Doesn't have to be, you know, financially stressed. Right. To make it, you can make it. You can make an office pretty inexpensive. Right. You know, and and one thing, you know, when you say that, I know a lot of people who have told me that. Um, they fixed up their house, they remodeled the bathroom, they remodeled the kitchen, they remodeled the living room, they repainted, they fixed this, they did that, put new counters in, and then they moved. Yeah. And they, they regretted that because they said, I wish I'd have stayed there for a little bit to enjoy what I did. But too many times people fix up their house when they're going to move, and then it's the things that they've always wanted to do, they put off, put off, put off, and then they're getting ready to move, so they fix it all up. Everything gets right. Perfect, and then they move. Well, and the problem with that is the people that want to buy your house may it, not like what you just did. Yeah, because that's not their taste. Right. For you to find someone else that has the exact taste you have to buy your house is almost impossible. Well, that's what they tell you. And if you're going to paint walls and so on and so forth, you want to make them a neutral color because yeah. not everybody likes the blues and the grays and the purples and you know things like that. Yeah. Make them neutral. That way, if they decide to buy the house, they can color whatever they want to color it. Yeah, and uh, we read one time when we were selling our first house, we sold it by ourselves because the realtor came in and she goes, okay, you need to change the carpet. You need to repaint the walls. Um, a light green would be nice or whatever she said. I can't remember. She told us a color. Yeah. And then I said, well, what color do we do the carpet? What color is the people that are going to buy it want? That's I'd it. rather just give them a bonus, you know, just say, you know, well, you know, you pick the color of carpet. You, this is what I want to sell the house for. And we'll You're going to have to put carpet? I'm not going to discount the carpet down because you want to buy my house. Right. You know, I'm putting it up for this price knowing that you're going to have to do carpet. Well, and, and I think it's a selling point that if you don't do those things and you say, I want to sell my house for XYZ dollars and I will discount it 2500 to do these, you know, yeah. upgrades. Yeah. It's a selling point. Yeah. And because, and, and, and like, you know, I, I, I watch these shows on TV and they People walk in to look at a house and stuff, and the first thing, you know, would be granite countertop, and the lady goes, I don't like the color of that granite. Right. I'm like, so they just put a brand new granite countertop in to sell their house, and you don't like the color of the granite, so now you've got to change it so the money spent was nothing. Or they're was not going to buy the house. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, you got to find things that work for you and live in it for a while. Yep. You know, um, don't wait till you want to sell your house to fix all these things up. So as we're talking about home furniture, you know, or, or furniture for an office, um, you know, I think you you don't need to worry about it matching everything else in the home unless you right. need to. You know, it's up to you specifically, like you were saying, make it work for you. So, um, you know, find something that, that you know, you've got to find a chair that you're comfortable with right. because you're going to be sitting in there for a while. You want to find features that, help you make your job easier and then it's going to work for you you know make sure that when you get a desk it's large enough to do the things you need to do but small enough that it's not so intrusive into your workspace right because you want to be able to reach over and grab things without having to reach way over right yeah. within range right. yeah yeah and then invest at a great chair uh, sometimes people buy a chair and they go oh, yeah. oh this one's on sale and I'll just go ahead and get that, and then they sit in it for a while, and it's just uh, just 
doesn't work. By the end of the day, their back's killing them. Yeah. 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 So invest in a chair that really is really comfortable for you. And I do know they also have those tables that they raise up and they yes. stand there and do those. So th- that's all in preference. You know, that's all with you. Um, and then you need to find a color that works for you. They say certain colors um, take the stress out of life. Sure. So, I mean, I'm not big on that myself, but um, it can affect their mood, they say. So there's no doubt. Yeah. You know, you sit in a room that's that's got a loud color. Yeah. Takes the energy away. Yeah, that's what they say. And if yeah. you take a room that's a too dark of a color, it kind of just brings your mood down and you just don't have the energy that you would like to have. I can see what's going to happen is that it's going to be different for a man, a male versus a female. Sure. It could be. Sure. You know, cuz like you and I we'd be comfortable with almost anything. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, if you sing where we used to work, you'd be going, okay, you know, and just, you know, the only thing I needed is I had a view. I had to have a view. I had to see outside, right? you know, and I had my office upstairs, but I couldn't see outside directly, but I can see through the stalls and I had windows in the garage doors so I can look through and see outside. I like to see if it's raining, snowing or sunny out or what, you know, and then um, it's another good thing to me is even though you're working at home, get up every once in a while, walk around because you would do that at an office. Absolutely. Yeah, you got to get away for a minute or two. Just get up and refresh yourself, you know, walk around. I was um, watching my grandson yesterday, and he was playing a video game, and he just got all kinds of frustrated. And I'm thinking, put your game down, get up, walk around, take a breath, and then come back. Yeah. Same thing with your office. You get yeah. into your office, you're doing something, you get frustrated doing it, stop what you're doing, take a break. Yeah. Go walk around, like you said. Yeah. Come back and start over. Yeah, because, you know, I, at the shop, I used to do that all the time. I used to get up and and walk around. I, after a while, you know, you get, you're sitting there too long. You need to get up and move. Yes. You know, you've got to circulate the blood and stuff. <laughs> so, But it says it is good to, to create natural light and to give yourself a, a you know, a view and a, and a place that you can look at, even a picture or something. Yeah. That you can just look at just to take you somewhere else, just to. I had one of my neighbors, they put an office in their upstairs bedroom. Uh-huh. There was a spare bedroom. But they also put a skylight in it. Oh, that'd be nice. Yeah. Yeah. And it really lit up the room, and it, it gave you that, that sense of outdoorsy type of feel. Yeah. Another thing they say, choose, they say choose homey accessories. I, I don't know about that, but, I mean, just, I guess you want to make it comfortable. That would probably be my my thought also. You just don't need all the extra drama. Yeah. Yeah, just make it comfortable. Yeah. And then order, organize vertically and horizontally, using space efficiently. You know, that's what we were talking about a little bit. You don't want to have to be reaching way over here to go get this, you know. Right. And and stuff like that. And you don't want to make it, you know, like when you walk into a room and it's it's chaotic, it just stresses you out immediately. So you don't want to be a hoarder? No, not in an office, <laughs> not in an office. It's not good. Um, it is not good. And then there's ideas on how to get the cabling to go right and smooth and not have wires hanging every which way if you have wires and stuff. And and then to have good lighting. You yes. Know, uh, you might not have natural light, but you do need, you know. You still need good light. You still need some lights to put on there to brighten it up. Right. And stuff, a lamp and stuff. And then uh, they said, put a few cherished knickknacks in there, you know, a, a photo on your desk of something that reminds you of places to go and motivates you. Yeah. Yeah. So, 
you know, and, and you can put knickknacks in there that help do that too. Like if you got a, I don't know, like uh, we got this butterfly one time and it's in a glass thing, you know, from uh, when we traveled somewhere. I'm trying to think of the place we went, but um, anyway, Dominican and, and it was pretty. It's a blue thing and Pam always has it by our desk, you know, because so, she it reminds her vacationing and stuff. So, Well, that, I think that's it. You just need something to take your mind off of working all the time right but there's a lot of stuff you can do um you know i'm looking at them you know like make it really comfortable and stuff so with that why don't we go ahead and take a quick break and uh we got 15 minutes left and, and if you have any questions we'd please give us a call 303-477-5600 and you're listening to fix it radio on klz 560 rates are low but are you still paying too much interest why continue to pay most of your interest up front like a conventional loan when you can use the asset manager to save thousands in unnecessary interest costs? Take AIM, Affordable Interest Mortgage, 720-895-0500. The asset manager is a simple interest loan, which means when your payoff decreases, your payment decreases, and so does your interest. Our clients are paying off their home in half the time. They're not changing their spending habits, and they have access to their equity for 30 years, even after it's paid off. Take AIM, 720-895-0500. Think about it. This simple interest loan allows you to own your home faster, access your equity for 30 years, which means never having to refinance over and over and over again to pay off debts or for home improvements. No more requalifying, no more additional costs. Call 720-895-0500, Affordable Interest Mortgage, and see for yourself. You're in control, not the bank. NMLS 298191, regulated by door, equal credit lender. Arc Electric is family-owned and operated since 1999. They specialize in all things electrical, commercial, and residential, and are specialists in living off the grid when it comes to your power needs. Exclusive electrician for XL Energy's Home Smart program and for Blue Ribbon Home Warranty. For security and customer service, they'll notify you via text message or phone call when a tech is dispatched to your home and also who that tech is so you know that when they're on the way and who is helping you. They also have a big announcement. They now offer HVAC. Arc Electric is also looking for team members that can troubleshoot and are great with customers and with technology. And as they add HVAC, those techs are needed as well. So for all your electrical heating and cooling needs, it's Arc Electric. That's Arc with a K. Call 303-656-3689. That's 303-656-3689. Or find them on the website, fixitradio.com. That's Arc Electric, Arc with a K. Did you know that all insurance companies and their agents are not equal? They aren't equal in service, how they handle claims, or how they protect you, the customer, in the case of an accident, especially one that is not your fault. You want the best insurance company and agent to represent you that money can buy. And I have found Paul Lewinberger at American National Insurance, an A-plus rated insurance company. Paul will go the extra mile for you and help you find the right coverage that meets your needs. He can handle your home, auto, RV, boat, ATV, RTV, motorcycle, second home, or your life insurance. Paul will truly look out for your best interest and make sure you have the coverage you need. Don't buy insurance from people you don't know and have never met. Buy from a locally trusted agent that I've known for 10 plus years. Paul Lewinberger, American National Insurance, 303-662-0789 or find him at drive-radio.com or at fixitradio.com. 
As the cold comes in, don't let the heat go out. Call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air for all of your HVAC, electrical, and boiler needs. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. They specialize in HVAC, boilers, and all your electrical needs. This is not the time of year to mess with heating issues. Absolute Electrical Heating and Air, focused on doing the job right at an affordable price. They are a top-rated home services company with a 100% satisfaction guarantee. For a limited time, KLZ listeners who purchase a high-efficiency American Standard Furnace will receive a free air purification system. Terms and conditions apply. Call now for an estimate on your new furnace, 720-526-0231. For quality and service beyond compare, call Absolute Electrical Heating and Air. Okay, we're back. You're listening to Fix It Radio with Larry and Dennis, and we got Robert from Wyoming calling in. How you doing, Robert? Not too bad. Yourself? Good. All right. Hey, I was wondering, you were talking about no-till gardening. Do you uh, amend the soil on top, just leave it lay on top in early spring or late fall? Or Say, say that again. I'm sorry. Do you, do you amend the soil at all? Like, uh, if you want to add manure, would you do that in late fall, early spring? Or, or do you, I think you do it in the spring. All? You want to do it in the spring if you're going to amend your soil. Yeah, and then uh, I heard you say you were growing blueberries. You had pretty good luck. I just planted six of those last year myself. And I was kind of curious how do you how do you keep your acidity up in the soil in that? Yeah, that's that's a tough one. Um, you you do have we. I know she buys some stuff that's acidic to put around them and stuff. And then we yeah, just, we try to cover them because here in Colorado they get too hot. So we have um, a shade cloth over ours. And and oh, okay. we kind of caged it so the birds can't get to the blueberries because they seem to like them too. So then we, yeah, we put a yeah, shade cloth over. Of I, I built a enclosure like, and then she can open up the door and get in there, and it's like chicken wire. And I put a a shade cloth over the top of it to kind of keep them cool. Right. Yeah, that's what I got. I got I got a chicken cooper, so it's kind of a like a batting cage almost with chicken wire around it. Right, right. That's good to do, and then. Um, I left it up. I didn't put the shade cloth all the way down to the side. I just put, you know, like about two feet down on one side. So I have about about almost a foot and a half on the ground so the air can blow through there so it can cool it, you know, because you don't want them getting too hot. Right. Yeah. Makes sense, yeah. I've had pretty good luck with strawberries and tomatoes and peppers up here, but the soil up there is pretty crappy. So I, first year I mended a lot of dirt and stuff into it, but. Yeah, that's sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, because like we have to do it because we have a lot of um, it's a sandy loom out here. Yeah. So, so and we got a lot of horses out where we live. So, a lot of people have horses. So we just go over there and grab their manure and stuff. But you got to be careful because if they bought hay that has a lot of weeds in it, then you now got a lot of weeds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Go ahead and whatnot. Yeah, you bet. Yeah. All right. Well, thank you. Well, thank you, Robert. Appreciate you calling in. And one of the things I was reading here a while back is if you have a garden, put forks in the garden so that the fork oh. is sticking up. Yeah. And it helps keep the animals out. Oh, really? Yep. So if you don't want birds in there, squirrels and things like that, it works pretty good. Supposedly. Mm. I haven't done it yet, but supposedly. I might have to try that. Yeah. I'll suggest it to Pam. 
She might not like me taking all our forks and doing that. <laughs> well, she, the, the article I was reading had plastic forks. So, oh. Yeah, so yeah. it's not that big of a deal. You know, it's funny. We have deer droppings all around our garden, but nothing that they ate. Hmm, interesting. They didn't eat anything. And, and they've been around a while. And then we have these sumac trees that are young that are now, you know, they were about two feet. Or lower. Uh-huh. Now they're really lower. They're about four inches because <laughs> the, the deer seem to like those a lot. So, yeah, it's crazy. Certain animals eat, you know, the rabbits go into the garden and don't eat anything that I know of. I think they eat the grasses on the outside where, mm-hmm. you know. Interesting. Yeah. But they don't eat, like, you think they'd eat the lettuce and stuff, but they don't. Well, and the other thing that you want to be mindful of on trees a lot of cities have ordinances as to how high the tree can grow. Yeah. So you want to keep that in mind so you can keep them you know, trimmed down right? so you don't have a problem. Yeah, and see, like when Pam was working at the nursery, people would come in and they said, you know, I need to replace my tree. It died. And she goes, well, what does your covenant say? Your right. HOA covenants. Right. You know, because they say you can only plant certain trees. Or right. what does the city say? And it has to be this kind of a tree. And it has to be... This high, and it can only be this You can't plant a little tiny thing and have it grow up. It has to be, you know, four feet, eight feet, whatever. You know, right. they have, you have to check all that stuff out and make sure it's right. Right. Yeah, before you just go and do something. So if, if you move into a new house to you, but it's an established house, and you decide you want to do landscaping, you need right. to check all that out. Yeah, that's very important. You need to. You need to find out what's going on with all that. And then... You know, that's another thing, too, is a lot of people don't even read those. No, they don't. They go and buy a house, and then they move, like in our neighborhood, they move in, and then they later on, they find out, what do you mean there's covenants? Mm-hmm. Well, the realtor should have told you that. Right. And so there's there's some questions you can ask before you go to buy something. There's a whole th- bunch of things you should write down what you want, you know, in a, in a subdivision. I mean, do you want a covenants? Do you want to not be in a covenants? And what is the covenants if there is one? And and what restrictions does your city have? Right. Yeah. I know I, I never thought about it when I moved into Thornton, and I've lived in Thornton almost all my life, but I wasn't aware that you could not park a motorhome in front of your house more than 24 hours. Right. There's a lot of covenances out there that say that. Yep. Yeah. And so you've got to listen. You've got to be careful with that. Yes. Because you want to know what you're, gonna, what you're getting into. Exactly. And speaking of that, if you're renting, yeah, you can call Paul Lewenberger, uh-huh. and he can get you renter's insurance, and it is very, very inexpensive for what it protects. Yeah, and they were saying people during that fire um, up in Boulder there uh-huh. that they were renters, yeah, and that they lost everything. So and they didn't have renter's insurance to cover. Some of them didn't. Right. Yeah. So yeah, yeah you got to be careful with that. And. My daughter was telling me she has it, and she says it's not that expensive to no, get. No, very, very inexpensive, yeah. honestly. And I was thinking there was an apartment fire in Aurora last week. Yeah. And I'm thinking, okay, so you don't have a problem. Your, your apartment didn't start the fire, right. but your apartment was affected by the fire. Right. Your furnishings can be affected. Right. If you have residence Smoke, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, just like, you know, people think, well, I, I don't need a renter's insurance if I'm living in a house. You do. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. Yeah. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's that's just so, you know, I, I, I'm one, 
it just bothers me about insurance. But if you don't have it, you, it's kind of like you want it before you need it. Yes. Yeah. Because if, if you don't have it, you're going to need it. And if you have it, you might not ever need it. And if you need it. <coughs> it's best to have it. If you don't have it when you need it. Yeah. You're just yeah. out of luck. Sorry. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, that's a good, good advice. I mean, it's, it's good to always have that in. And, and just pay for it and, and just be done with it. And well, for the for the just, cost of what I'm paying for renter's insurance, yeah, I can't buy a cup of coffee for that cheap. Right. So yeah, it's it's good to have. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's a. And if yeah. I never need it, I'm that's just okay. that much ahead. Yeah. yeah. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, because I can look back and think of all the money I saved on insurance on my car. Oh yeah. Yeah. And it's like. Yeah, but then the one time you get hit or get in an accident, you're going to need it. Yep. Yeah, because the other guy, I don't know how many times at the shop we had, you know, because we had towing and people would get in accidents and not have insurance. Not have insurance, yep. Yeah, the, or the person that hit them didn't have insurance, and then there you go. Right. So that's not good either. All right. Well, you've been listening to Fix It Radio. You can listen to us again on Tuesday at 2, and you can listen to us again at Sunday, uh, I believe at four so um if you miss something you can always call in um you can always text in rather we won't be here on sundays and tuesdays to answer those calls but you can always text in at good about um getting back to you so with that come listen to us next week and have a great day and we got drive radio coming up next